the disrespect is the closure that you're seeking. (laughs) The disconnect, however, is what you are desiring to fix. Let's talk about it. Guys, welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goals arise above it all. Stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and I have so many thoughts running through my head all the time at once. And you guys ask me how I produce content. It's just a way of honestly organizing my thoughts. Um. Yeah, that's just what it comes down to. I think it's a way for me to uh, just put things in places, right? And not misplaced or displaced, right? But like just just finding a place, finding a home for my thoughts and feelings in a very constructive way. all that's to say is like <laughs> when I paused that that long intro pause was just me. I had about five or six thoughts go through my head just now in terms of like what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to hit first, all the things. Um, and in this today's episode, on one of my videos, I talked about what it means to be considered, like learning what it means to be considered and who you were considered by. And when you recognize when you are in considerate company, right? What it feels like, what it looks like, you eventually spend more time there. Um, All the things, all the things, all the things happen when you are being considered. And when you're not being considered, something else happens, right? Right? Your energy might feel a little stifled. There might be some kind of disconnect with that person or a group of people or environment in general, right? And there's resistance. There's always resistance you're being met with internally. And I even found myself personally thinking about that because I was experiencing it on, on, on a few levels in different, um, different areas of my life. And I was thinking about it, I was like, it's the lack of consideration in big ways and small ways, but it was just indicators that there was a big lacking of consideration, big lacking of consideration. And then I caught myself, I was like, Isaiah Frizzell, what are you doing about it? Where are your boundaries? How are you volunteering yourself in certain situations that require more of you, but less value of how you're showing up, right? 
Whenever something affects me in a very deep way, I like to sit with it and take my time and process it because the anger is just anger, right? Anger, anger is an indicator that something is wrong. But, you know, sometimes, you know, anger in itself is subjective. Somebody may get mad about certain things. Like somebody can get mad about their sports team losing. Me personally, I don't care, right? So their anger with that is, is you know, relevant to their experiences. Somebody may get angry that you uh, respond to their disrespect in a ways that they don't like or they don't feel um, like they deserve. Overlooking that their actions, you know, led to that. That's subjective, right? Anger, anger can be rooted in a lot of personal experiences, a lot of entitlement at times, but just a lot of somebody's personal thing. However, when you recognize what you're angry about, it is your responsibility to take ownership and kind of explore what's happening, right? There are some people that really get upset that like, you know, everybody's always taking advantage of me. This is constantly happening, yada, yada, yada. I'm never, I never have people that I can go to, blah, 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 but I'm always showing up for everybody else. And it's, there's a truth in that. However, they are omitting the truth of their responsibility in that situation. Why do you keep showing up to spaces where there is no space for you? Why are you doing that? And then they double back, well, I'm just such a caring person, whatever. Even that is a rhetoric of somebody who's trying to uh, dismiss their accountability or their responsibility in the situation, right? I'm just this person, I'm just, and it kind of puts them in a place of like, um, righteousness, if you will, but also the victim at the same time. Like I'm better than these people because of how much I give. And also because I'm so better, I get treated worse. And the entire situation, what are you doing about it? What have you changed? What boundaries have you put in place? Right. And that was something I asked myself when I felt myself getting very frustrated because it seemed to be like a lot of different situations in different in different ways. There was just a lack of consideration, a lack of consideration. And I caught the build up. I caught it starting to build up. And I was like, Isaiah, what's up, bro? What are you really upset about? How have you been contributing? And it's not me blaming myself for other people's behavior or character. No, that's not it. It's me just acknowledging, hey, bub, where's your responsibility in this? Because certain things cannot exist without your participation. Right? And certain things can't exist without your participation, aka establishing boundaries. That's one. Sometimes we are in situations where people may treat you or we may treat others in a very um, undesirable way. And it's not cool, right? It doesn't check out. It's just not, it's not a vibe. And instead of addressing that situation with some level of integrity or ownership or even maturity, the default is to disappear, avoid, right? 
check out, stonewall, do all the things. And a person on a receptive end feels kind of disoriented because it's like, well, I, I wouldn't, one, I wouldn't do that to you. But secondly, the, you're just not, there's no, there's no reasoning for it, right? There's no you explaining yourself. And then we say, oh yeah, well, I want to get closure. This person owes me apology. Why would you want an apology from somebody who doesn't even have the ability to take care of their relationship with you? What is the apology going to do? However, if somebody's moving like they don't owe you an apology, that's also information, right? To know that you've treated someone poorly and that they've been deeply affected by your behavior and you go about life in a ways where it's like, well, it's easier for me to avoid them. And create this scenario in my head of like, oh, they probably don't want to hear from me anyway. Or, yeah, they probably hate me. Or you create some false narrative about who they are to justify how you treated them. Also, you don't have to admit to what you've done. And if you're on the receptive end of that person, understand the closure is in the disrespect. Always. The closed chapter of that relationship is how a person handles the relationship, also how they handle you when they've done something to deeply hurt you and they're aware of it. That is your closure. But a lot of times we're not seeking closure when we say we want closure. We're seeking a ways to keep the relationship going, right? Oh, we I got to have this last exit conversation. No, you don't. Because all the conversations that were necessary to sustain a relationship weren't there either. So why do you think this conversation is going to fix things? What we need to understand sometimes is like things don't just exist and affect the superficial level, like the exterior. Because once you learn that somebody can't be trusted, even in the moment if they say, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. To some degree, on a sub-level, you still have a hard time trying to repair that relationship. The relationship never goes back to being the same after an offense. And it shouldn't, right? The goal is to not go back to being the same because the same wasn't working, right? It's now an opportunity to build upon that relationship. Like, cultivate something completely different with a certain level of awareness and boundaries and respect for one another. You don't want to go back to the old relationship. However, when we say that we're seeking closure from somebody, right, we're not really seeking closure. We're seeking an opening. <laughs> and we want this person to finally be the person that chooses us, but also be the person that we hope for them to be. And rarely do those things happen. And this is why I say relationships are so delicate, much more than what we realize, because there are so many intricacies that go on in the dynamic between you and another person. Again, friendship, family, a boss, right? Uh, employer, um, employee, uh, romantic partnership. It doesn't matter. Relationships are still relationships and they all have different moving parts to make it function properly. Okay, and when there's a level of betrayal, disregard, inconsideration, or disrespect, that now hinders the relationship with another person. And it does take work to reinforce some kind of strength or, or trust back into the relationship. And that takes work. And most people are not eager to do that work.
Personal development, healing, growth, and all that stuff is not easy. It is not an easy thing. And while we are demanding or expecting somebody to just change their behavior because it's going to make us feel better, we have to recognize what behaviors we have a hard time changing. And that's when you'll realize just how hard it is for a person to become something different or at least own up to how they've been moving. It is challenging. And when you can accept that, you yourself can understand, okay, I don't need to endure this or I don't need to be on somebody else's time, uh, some time frame in terms of when they want to do right by me. The closure is in the disrespect and also something I want you to understand about second chances, okay? Sometimes people don't get a second chance from you because you don't deserve to give them a second chance. If you think about the damage something has caused you or the effects that somebody's behavior has had on your heart, your spirit, right? Just your feelings overall. And their lack of willingness to try to repair that, or even if they have, right? You don't deserve to experience that again. And sometimes a second chance means that you run the risk of experiencing that again. So when we think about second chances and who they are for and who they're coming from, sometimes you don't deserve somebody else's second chance from you. You don't deserve that experience again, yes? Relationships are so damn nuanced, so nuanced. And they're also not complicated at the same time because if you simply have the awareness of what it means to treat people well, not just when it makes you look good or you want to get the praises of other people, but simply that's just your character, right? You understand how intricate other people may be and what they may be operating off of. Relationships are not complicated. Respect is not complicated. Why? Because there's no semantics that comes with respect and just treating people well, if that's how you move. And a lot of times you'll know more about a person when there is a moment of discomfort, when there is a moment of disagreement, when they hurt somebody, when they are doing certain things that you have already explained that you don't like. When you establish a boundary, when it comes time for you to be taken care of and supported. Because a lot of times everything is good when it's good, right? Everything is good as long as you're continuing to give. However, when you need to be met with some level of recipro uh, reciprocity, it may be a challenge. And that's when you learn, oh, this is what the dynamic of the relationship is. It's very one-sided. But sometimes we put ourselves on the other end of a relationship that we're in. We think that we're dealing with ourselves. You're not. You're dealing with another person with a whole different history. And the only thing that may have been the driving force between your relationship is there been a lack of conflict. Conflict will create a lot of clarity. And conflict and confrontation are not always the same thing. Conflict could just mean a, a disagreement in certain dynamics, right? And now conflict arises. 
But if a person is doing certain things that you are aware of that affect you very deeply, and instead of them stepping up and trying to own their behavior or do better, they dip out and you're kind of left in this world of ambiguity, the closure is in the disrespect. That's your closure. They're giving you the closure that they want to give you. So when you're seeking closure from a person, ask yourself, what kind of relationship am I seeking from them? Because sometimes we are expected a certain level of integrity and accountability that certain people don't operate with. And that's where the frustration comes from, right? Ask yourself, what level of ownership do I operate with? Because it's not always the other person. However, we could call a spade a spade when someone's doing something wrong and it's unwarranted. And it goes unchecked. And it's funny because it's not always somebody's doing something like deeply, uh, I guess, dubious or malicious. It can be very passive things that happen where you just recognize, all right, cool. This person does not take me into consideration. And they haven't been. And now I finally realize it. And now that the now that I'm aware of it, I see it a little bit more. It's like when you see a red car, like, or you think of a red car, you now see it everywhere. Once you kind of recognize who a person is and how they function, for some reason, it just revs up. People are people outside of our influence. You are your own person outside of somebody else's influence, right? Again, one of the things I always check in with is my responsibility, right? Because, you know, there may be a lot of people who walk through life where it's like, I'm always the victim. How is that possible? How is that possible? Even when it comes to fallouts, it's not, um, it's not so much, it's not to say that other people are not who they are. Okay? It's not to say that other people are not who they are. It is to establish the awareness that, okay, what, what am I contributing to? How am I cultivating this relationship with the information that I have? What do I want to do about it? What's the desired outcome? What am I noticing? There are so many things that are happening. 
in our relationships, okay? But when it comes to closure, ask yourself, what are you seeking? Okay? Do you know what it feels like to be considered? Do you know what it looks like when somebody is inconsiderate or very considerate? These are so many things that are worth getting familiar with. And like I said, you will find your responsibility in it. And that's why I say anybody can say anything, right? So it's up to you to be very honest with yourself in terms of your modality through life. How do I move through life? There was such this onslaught that I, I just recognized. And I was like, dude, is it me? <laughs> It's got to be me. Immediately, it's, it's, it's definitely got to be me. To some level it is, yes? There is some level of responsibility I have. And so I simply ask myself, okay, how am I volunteering myself in places that are not really making effort beyond their convenience? And what is that doing to me? I'm realizing it now, and it's costing me. Literally and figuratively is costing me. And or, you know, there's a, a change in the behavioral dynamics, right? Am I pretending that it's okay or am I voicing my concerns? And if I voice my concerns and it continues to happen, well, now what? People may behave how they behave, but it doesn't mean that they need to behave in your life that way. Folks are going to do what the hell they want. <laughs> we all are. You know, we're always going to do what we do. However, what somebody does in your life requires your permission. Requires your participation. So think about where am I participating and what dynamic am I creating? Okay. So many thoughts on this. So many thoughts. But it, it was just like, it was a moment that hit me because I was noticing different things at different times. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because now it's starting to bother me. And it probably has been for a while. But, you know, you let the waves ride because you're like, ah, it's not that big deal. It's not that big of a deal. Sometimes it is a big deal. It's just happening beneath the surface, right? Principle. Just things to think about, y'all. Take ownership, but also make some adjustments when necessary. You don't owe anyone a relationship with you that they don't value. Never. 
no one is entitled to a relationship with you that they don't have the desire to take care of. And remember, the closure you are seeking a lot of times is in somebody's consistent behavior. Just keep that in mind, all right? Take care of yourselves. Uh, take care of each other. Coaching is available. Um, I'll put the website in this bio, in the, the bio of this episode. Coaching is available. Sign up. I got a few more slots open for clients. Uh, we're starting to fill up for the holiday season because this is when things get interesting. <laughs> Where, you know, certain dynamics do really, really come to play and they they arise to the occasion so yeah if you want to book coaching with me um check out the website it describes and breaks down how i move how i function my practices my tools certifications all that good stuff that will uh, give you some insight and then we can determine if we're a good fit to work together um i always love working with people who are willing to do the work and I love my clients because all of them are very different individuals. And it's so great because it challenges me too. So it's fun. It's a good time. So uh, yeah, if you want to do that, um, yes, link is in the bio. Shout out to all my supporters, uh, Patreon supporters, my Spotify supporters, my Apple podcast supporters. Y'all are dope. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.